You're listening to the Weekly Windown. On this week's episode, we talk about some upcoming movie trailers, I go check out a game in Edmonton, and we imagine what it would look like if Canada faced off versus the world in hockey. Brian Wind down. I'm Brent, and as always, I'm joined by Kelso and Simon. Hey, hey. What's going on? <laughs> How was your guys' uh, week? Oh, well, thanks for asking. Uh, I went to the City of Champions, also known as Edmonton, Alberta, on Monday and went and saw the Oilers hammer the Buffalo Sabres 7-2. to two. Not only did we get some scoring from the greatest hockey player in the planet right now, Connor <laughs> McDavid, but we also saw the drought end from none other than Milan Lucic. And not <laughs> only did he just score one goal, but he got two. Yeah. And you know who else scored two goals? Zach Cassian. Like, what the hell These guys is probably going doubled on? their total on the year, eh? Well, exactly. And it was awesome. We got another goal from uh, Leon Dreisaitl, too. It was great. And then we got one more in there somewhere. But anyway... Nice. It was awesome. Um, it was great. The stadium's really nice. If you guys have had a chance to check it out, I know you were there. Yeah, last I went and year, saw the Habs you. play them last year. I think it was yeah, it was last just before last Christmas, and that was a lot of fun. Actually, it's like it's a pretty nice stadium, I must say. A yes, lot. we it is. we were in like the nosebleeds, but I, although I will say the atmosphere just wasn't quite the same as the Bell Center. But well, I'm I sure I'm sure it isn't because you don't have fans booing <laughs> booing your players when they make bad plays. So <laughs> well, it just seemed like it seemed like in the in the nosebleeds, like people didn't really care, which is like when I was in the Bell Center, that was where like the rowdy fans were. It was a lot of fun back there, but it might, you know, it just depends on the game you get to, right? It all, yeah, and, and yeah, because those are not usually like. Well, I guess there's some season ticket holders there, probably, but well, it was like yeah. the Raptors game that we went to. We were up in the upper bowl there, and that was like that was a good time. Lively. Yeah, yeah that would have been awesome. Once yeah. again, thanks for the invite. It must yeah. have got lost yeah. in the mail. We'll get you next time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. probably. Yeah, yeah, probably not. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> you said that last time, Brent. I know, and it's stings. still, it's still. It lives up to the thing. Yeah. But uh, I was asking a guy because I was curious how much season tickets are in that building to sit in like the higher end in the lower bowl. It's mm-hmm. $12,500. Yeah. That's I a lot was, of money. That You're is hearing Elliot Friedman a lot this uh, week because there's a lot of chatter coming out of Edmonton. And uh, he was saying a lot of the reason is that a lot of the uh, suites are up for renewal this year. Oh. So it's really uh, kind of a pressure to make the playoffs kind of thing. So. Oh, I mean, sure. you also have the best player on planet Earth not making the playoffs. Was yeah. <laughs> well, that was just last year. Hang on. The season still, the whether it's oh, the last I checked, still yeah. have like 36 games remaining on their schedule. And <laughs> so that's 72 it, points yeah, if that, they go on the 36-game winning streak. <laughs> yeah. so. I mean, that team makes the playoffs. They're still probably one and done. Even if we lose in the first round, Unfortunately, Peter Shirelli's job is saved because the owner said mm-hmm. you're safe if you make the playoffs. Yeah. Even I mean, they've got a pretty good shot in the division they're in too, if, of compared to some of the others. Oh, but. if the Oilers make the playoffs, they'll probably. I'm confident they'll make it through the first round. Yeah, no, I just mean like that make it through the little, first round yeah. or make it to the first round. They'll make it <laughs> if they make the playoffs. They'll make it through <laughs> the first round. No, I don't they're, know, man. They'll face Calgary and they'll beat them. I don't know. Calgary is really good. They're four and two all time against the Flames, so I'm not worried. Playoffs, (laughs) all time. You're going with that. Playoff history, of course. Absolutely, man. All All time. 
You know, <laughs> Calgary does look very good, but they also lost to Buffalo. Pretty good last against night. Calgary when they had Gretzky. Ergo, they're good. And <laughs> yeah, they also lost to Buffalo last night in overtime. Mm-hmm. Jack Eichel finally broke his goal scoring drought ever since coming back from injury. Mm-hmm. So that was cool. Um, yeah. So anyway, I could go on a rant about yeah. that, but that was my Monday and then my Wednesday watching Edmonton win again, beating. Vancouver Canucks nice. in a shootout in the fifth round, and none other than Alex Chason. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. How was your week there, bud? Me? Uh, it was honestly kind of a nothing-too-exciting type of week. There was really not a whole lot in the way. We had a we had a boys' night last night and watched a movie, but that was kind of the highlight of the week so far. It was pretty, you know, I don't know, grinding you, it out. What did you watch? We watched movie. Sicario, the first one, because yeah. we were going to watch the second one, and then we realized that most of us hadn't seen the first one, so we figured we'd start there, and then we've got something to watch next time. So Right on. Yeah. Well, Sicario was a good movie. It is. Yeah, I enjoyed it, actually. Day of Soldado, so very good. I actually like the first one better. I think the first one was all around yeah. better, but... Yeah, it was good enough that I'm going to yeah. see the second one. So. Yeah. yeah. How about exciting. you, Brent? What are, how was your week? Uh, not too bad. It was kind of busy doing some stuff, but it was an amazing week for movie trailers coming out. Also, I saw Aquaman for the first time, so I was kind of pumped by that. And what did you think? Eh, it was all right. <laughs> I, I just, I don't know. It, it's like, it's, yeah, it's just all right. That's what I, you said, I, like, like, I, I enjoyed it for yeah, like, the visuals, yeah. and I thought it was cool, but... The, the yeah, first little bit, they kind of just had like really bad humor, and mm. it was kind of like, it was pretty on par with Venom, I thought. Um, but visually, it was a lot better. Okay. Um, but yeah, there was really good movie trailers coming out this week, like, uh, far away from Spider-Man came out and today John Wick three came out. So those are two pretty good ones. That and I'm to not really confuse pumped. our listeners, we're talking about the trailers, not the movies. So, yeah. cause otherwise I would be at home watching John Wick three or <laughs> getting my popcorn layered with butter. Yeah. Like, when did the last Spider-Man movie come out? Um, like it was just in the fall. Was no, it? no. Before that? It was... After it was, oh, well, there's been a couple because there's like Spider Man into yeah. the Spider Verse, which isn't part of this one, right? Oh, and, is that why? Okay. Um, but yeah, there's another. Is it even the same? I feel it's a while ago. Is it the same? I feel it was like company? 2017. Uh, yeah, it, it's all this one's done by Marvel, so okay, yeah, because I was just like, there's Spider Man coming, uh, came out in July 7th, 2017, yeah. So, okay, but then yeah, there's the, but then there's yeah. the the Spider Verse one, which is I was just like, wow, that seems like pretty quick to be launching a new movie already. Yeah, but. that one's done by Sony. Yeah. So. Okay, so it's a different company. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And then uh, yeah, so it's kind of a weird kind of mixture right now because as like most of us know, probably not Simon, <laughs> Spider Man dies in, oh, <laughs> in Infinity War, so it'd be interesting to see how he, they're gonna play. Quote unquote dies. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. In the next movie. Yeah. So. See, the, those air quotes don't do our audio listeners a lot of favors. No, but here, when yeah. I emphasize <laughs> the words differently, like William Shatner, beam me up. <laughs> I've never felt so alive. So is that is there separate lores then between the two Spider-Man universes then? Like in the Sony and the Marvel ones? Uh, like, is he not dead in the the Spider- or in the, well, the Sony ones then? Uh, like, the Sony ones are kind of different where like... I don't know if they they don't really have like full rights to do like Peter Parker and kind of stuff like okay. that, but I think they have like uh, different do, different ones where they can do like Miles Morales and stuff like that, where Miles Morales eventually becomes a, another version of Spider Man. Okay. okay, and they have different versions like they own like Venom and all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff and a bunch of different guys, but okay, it's so just kind of parallel universes or something. Yeah. Okay. I think they just kind of have like a somewhat symbiotic relationship where they work together. Gotcha. But, yeah, um, 
And then like last week, there was a really good point made up. And I don't like like to give this guy a lot of credit because he literally does the least amount of work on the podcast. But uh, <laughs> Kelsey brought up this great point of uh, what if uh, Team Canada played uh, the world? And I thought, yeah. man, right after it, I thought, I think I went to soccer and something and I was out there playing and I just kind of thought like, man, I love making rosters and I just hope that it comes across <laughs> like that too because... We, us as a group, we made our rosters for Team Canada and what it would look like. And then we also made what uh, Team World would look like. Mm-hmm. Whereas if they played over each other, like let's say like seven game series or something. No, oh, it'd have to be best of seven for yeah. sure. You think so? Yeah. 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 And one on home soil in yeah, like all the see, arenas and then one on Oasis. This is one thing we didn't talk about, but while Brent's pulling up the rosters here, I was thinking it would be sweet. Yeah, like if we did... If it was like a best of, yeah, three, five, seven, whatever, and then hosted in different like cities each time. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, say it was like a best of seven. So then you go through like the, well, like you get through the NHL cities basically in Canada, right? Yeah. How, many, how many teams do we have? Eight? Seven. There's seven. Seven, yeah. Seven. So there you go. Do you want in every NHL city? But you have to have like one in like, well, let's do like first two Montreal, Toronto. Oh, wait, yeah, there's only one or it's three, I guess. Yeah. So let's do first one Montreal, Toronto, and then. We probably go like Vancouver, or states something. or something. After that, well, we probably have to go to states or something. Like make it fair for them. Oh wait, yeah. sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like yeah, yeah, I guess what I'm trying to say is, yeah, you would you would do I guess whether it's three or four yeah. games in Canada. It'd be like then, a grand tour though. Yeah, but like you do one in like Helsinki or something. And yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I one don't in know. Moscow. It'd be kind of cool, especially a different way to kind of uh, show the game and yeah, we things, should so. mm-hmm. we should email. Batman and see yeah. what he says. It doesn't seem like he's keen on sending people to do more tournaments. No, I know because right yeah. they just they just asked. Uh, I heard the World Cup of Hockey or whatever. Yeah, any chats? And well, is, before that, is we... that right? Because I just thought I heard no, this week that no, they I, I just said... heard today. I think oh. it's also done. Yeah. And to, before we get further in depth, I may do the least amount of work on the podcast, <laughs> but I definitely bring the most amount of entertainment, <laughs> <Yeah>. quality, quality <laughs> yeah. sayings yeah. and. Mm-hmm goofs for the laughs yeah there's a lot of goofs that's true yeah let's be honest yeah my parents love it when kelsey goofs they will laugh and i'll just be downstairs and you can hear them laughing i was like well kelsey must be talking right now Mm -hmm. that's right so you're gonna lead us through this here brent yeah start off with canada or yeah we'll start with canada so i don't know if you guys want to dissect it we'll dissect the forwards first sure okay so on the left wing we have mckinnon center mcdavid right wing is stamkos then for second line, it's going to be at center is Crosby, left, and his wingers are going to be Marchand and Bergeron. Mm-hmm. Third line is going to be Tavares with Jeff Skinner and Mitch Marner. Uh, fourth line is going to be Shifley, Jamie Benn, and Mark Stone. And then our alternate is going to be Taylor Hall for uh, to fit into the rest of the roster. Yeah. So and then I guess we should say because while we passed him there, we had Crosby as our team captain overall. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. we had a little debate over first line, second line, center, McDavid, Crosby. But I mean, it was a little debate, but it ended pretty abruptly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just started crying muscle. on the floor. Until <laughs> That's right. Way, so. That's right. Yeah, like I think I, I was just I just wanted to have make sure that Crosby was still kind of captain because he's obviously got all the experience. But you but know, I think it's the passing of the torch. If this we time. just put Crosby and McDavid on the same line, those guys can play anywhere. Probably, so yeah. it would be mm-hmm. so if one of those two was really really upset about mm-hmm. being demoted to the second line, <laughs> we could just to put them out together for yeah. a line, and see what happens. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean it would just be like I don't know. 
that first line is like all guys who are number one centers on their own team. Yeah. And two guys are having to play the wing. It's it's pretty crazy. The riches like Bergeron's one of the best centermen at winning faceoffs in the league, and he's playing the wing. And mm-hmm. it it's just a good roster. It's a good one that. They can do penalty killing. Uh, obviously, they're good enough to definitely have a good power play. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's a really well-versed lineup, I think. Yeah, like you were thinking for a penalty killing line, like yeah, having Shifley and Stone, some of those kind of 200-foot guys would be... Yeah, one guy I was like, I thought of was Taves, and then eventually we went through Shifley as... I think he's the new Taves. Yeah, I just feel like with the way Shifley's been playing right now, even on that penalty killing line, how many shorthanded goals he would get? Like he's just crazy. He was stealing pucks. Like watching him play in a couple overtime games, mm-hmm. uh, I forgot they were playing, but one in particular, he stole a puck like three times in their zone, and he ended up winning the yeah. game. He's won like three overtime games now, like consecutively <laughs> for the Jets right now. Yeah. He's a beast. Yeah, he's. I I think I took him in a different fantasy league than I play with you guys, mm-hmm. and he is literally. I think he might be. I don't play any place. fantasy leagues because <laughs> I don't agree with all the rules and the <laughs> crap that you got to do every week. Yeah. But that's for another show. It's funny. Yeah. I know when we were starting this off, I was like, "Oh man, like Canada versus the world. Canada's just gonna get smoked." But after doing up the lines here, it's like it's just ridiculous how much talent and depth yeah. there is in Canada. Um, so one spot that they're not the deepest is probably on defense. Yeah. Uh, where we have on our first line is going to be Morgan Riley and Drew Doughty. Uh, second is Brent Burns and Shea Weber. Uh, third, Subban and Latang, And then our alternate is going to be Mark Giordano. So what was your guys' opinion on this? And is there anyone you thought might be missing? I think or? we all kind of agree that Riley is going to be the new... Young blood on the line there, yeah. and then I don't know. As much as Doughty irritates me when I watch him play sometimes, but I I don't know. He's obviously still pretty good. Morgan Riley is just a beauty, and like with Do- Drew Doughty, he's going to be that guy who's just going to come in and like ruffle the feathers exactly, and like getting under the people's skin because Drew Doughty does that really really well, mm-hmm. especially yeah. like playing against Connor McDavid in the regular season. He gets under his skin really really well. That's and yeah. Like he's think, one of those players that would like rattle, shake. He'll shake it up in other ways, and he's also a very good offensive defenseman. I think too. you need a Dowdy and like a Weber to be able to handle guys like Ovechkin and and Matthews and and Ranton and some of those guys that can just create space if they're given the option. So I don't know. Not exactly. Um, yeah. So and then for goaltending, um, as much as like it hurt me, but watch, <laughs> looking at Canada's depth in goaltending is just like. So sad, kind of. Uh, like, you look at us as just this mighty hockey power, but we've really kind of fallen off in that department. Uh, but we still have some quality guys in there. As Carey Price is going to be our number one. Holpe will be number two. And as our extra goalie, we are sending Matt Murray from the Pittsburgh Penguins. Yeah. Now, as long as Carey Price can close his legs when it matters most, <laughs> okay, then we might not have to demote him and put Braden Holpe up there. But, yeah, Carey Price. Like, he, he, Price has been having a good season this year. He, love so or hate him, yeah. like he's so he's the best goalie that we've seen coming out of Canada in years. I mean, when he's playing his best game, yeah. he's easily the best goalie in the world. It's just that it seems the last few years it's come and gone. But he's obviously well, battling some just fatigue look at or whatever. The team so. that he's playing on, of course, he's fatigued. Yeah, getting seventy shots a game. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> we should have had Anthony Niemi in for the world team coming yeah. up here yeah. with his fifty-one save or fifty-two save performance the other day. And then, and then Holpe, just like have, having him on there, yeah. uh, winning his first cup last year, he's actually 
the longer he plays in like seri- playoff series is too, the better he gets, I find. And like while he might have a sleeper slow season, he- he'll always pick it up. So he was um so Grubauer took over after Hopi was having kind of a rough go in the start of the playoffs. Mm-hmm. But then when Grubauer was having a bit of a rough go, Hopi came back and he stepped up. So looking at that too, like Carey Price could have a bad game where he'll let in four or five whole goals and yeah, he'll yeah. be down four one or something. <laughs> yeah. But then we could put Brayden Hopi in net the next game mm-hmm. and he could just have a lights out game. Yeah. yeah. And so that's kind of where we were thinking as well. Mm-hmm. You know, we got any last comments on Team Canada? Um, all in all, I was I think when looking at this team, I was more amazed, like just I don't know. I just don't well, I don't know if I love that defense, you know? When you just look at that defense, it's like Third pair is Subban and Latang, and I just sit there well, and go like, "I know I, that I'm, one's gonna get torched." I'm like, a big, you... I'm a big Subban fan, and like, yeah, that one's probably a bit of a stretch. Like, I mean, and to be fair, we had like one extra for each position, but there obviously could have been a ton. Like, we could have had uh, Mark Edward Vlasic, could have had um, well, like Petrangelo is one, yeah, but he's not Ella, having a great year. Ellis, no. yeah. Uh, like See, and I had and I had uh, Ryan Ellis mm-hmm. yeah. uh, mainly because of his majestic beard. Like yeah. He's got a sick beard when it goes into the mm-hmm. when when you're in the playoffs or yeah. even regular season. Yeah. I just think he's a good player. Like he had a very good showing mm-hmm. with the Predators last year, and they mm-hmm. went really really far. And he's yeah. just a solid player. Yeah. Okay, so for Team World, um, the forwards are going to be the first line center is Kuznetsov with Ovechkin and Miko Rantanen. Uh, second line is going to be Matthews, Goudreau, and Blake Wheeler. Third line is Kopitar, Philippe Forsberg, and Nikita Kucherov. And fourth line will be William Carlson, Leon Dreisaitl, and David Pasternak, with an extra forward being Patrick Laine. Man, that is, that's four stacked lines, though, when you look at that. that, that now that uh, Brent has kind of got the gears going about our third line pairing on our community. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> These four lines are going to light up. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> yeah. It's like okay, we'll, we'll give Subban and Latang the fourth line. It's like, okay, they're against William Carlson, Dreisaitl, and Pasternak. Yeah. Like, that would be probably one of the and best lines. And if we're ever on a penalty kill, look out, because Pasternak's yeah. with power play goals, like, he's leading the league right now. Yeah. It's yeah, we did crazy. You we know what's crazy? is like, we're sending Line A, who's going to be the extra forward. Yeah. And, like, the guy's going to get 40 goals this year. And mm-hmm. I mean, to be fair, he's got, like, something like 18 and, like, I think it was like a two-month stretch or like a month and like a half. Like October to November he was Yeah, really... and then I think the other, like combined, like four months or something, he has like a total of six goals. He's, he's going to he's gonna be a Pacioretty-style player where he like goes hot yeah. for a couple weeks. And I just wonder, like, I know this is like kind of a different topic, but like how, how the Jets go in ahead and sign this guy next year is going to be an interesting one because you see like how, what Matthews is probably going to get and he's going to yeah. want in that same range and... Well, well they, they were. Like, they how were, do you make that team work? They were talking about that actually on Sportsnet. That exact same question, like, yeah. how do you like? Do you go into like contract talks with Patrick Laine and say, hey, like, can you use that to your advantage? Yeah. To, like, maybe get less out of him. Yeah. Like for him. Mm-hmm. So um, is going to want a lot of money. Yeah. But like, you can look at okay, he produced like so many goals in these two months. But is it consistent? Mm-hmm. And so maybe you can look at it like that too. Yeah, I mean it's tough to be like, are you going to be consistent when you're yeah. saying, well, I just put up forty goals back to back years, and he's still so. going to get paid. They're still going to pay him. Just imagine, but like, hopefully they just don't pay him as much as they did uh, William Nylander there to come back. Imagine oh, yeah. the first power play unit on the world team if you had like Ovechkin, Matthews, and 
and Pasternak on the same line. Like, <laughs> that's just not fair. No. Yeah, and then Carey like, Price. It doesn't like, matter. He might as well just lay down. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like you even look like you move like because now most teams only have one D on the power play, so it'd be like. Mm-hmm. Ovechkin, and then spoiler alert, we have Eric Carlson on this team. Yeah. So Eric Carlson will be the one D, and then you look at like Matthews. Mm-hmm. You can put like anyone. Like yeah. oh, you ought to put probably Goudreau because he'd be a good assist guy on that line. Yeah, yeah he can move the puck really well too. Like Goudreau, your, your second power play nice unit hands. would have the probably the best player in this entire thing, and Nikita Kucherov. Oh yeah. So <laughs> it's just it it's a ridiculous amount of riches. Yeah. I mean, I guess that's why we put it against the world because we want to yeah. see if. Canada would actually lose, but mm-hmm. uh, one other thing I want to bring up is uh, why Melkin is not on this team. Uh, the other two guys actually had him on the team, and I fought for him not to be on this team. Uh, I just felt like a 200-foot game of Kopitar and William Carlson would help the team. We didn't want to build an all-star team, so I thought the defensive work of those guys, as they would help with the penalty kill mm-hmm. and stuff like that, uh, especially a guy like Fleet Forsberg too, being on the wing, he's a good penalty kill guy. I actually didn't have him that highly rated, but uh, the other guys did, and I thought they brought up good points. So uh, the other good, thing too you know. with Malkin, we had him on the fourth line, and I don't think Malkin would appreciate. <laughs> yeah, I know. At one point, we're kind of sitting yeah. there going and like, well, do we put William Carlson or Malkin? <laughs> which one of these guys would complain less? And yeah, I think we all knew the answer. Which one would? So he's already taken like he's already given the break to Crosby to play first line and you know well this is the Pittsburgh. same guy who didn't yeah. show up to like any camps and like left yeah. his like country and just came to play and yeah to play yeah. over here mm-hmm. didn't tell anybody where he was going he yeah. just came and played so on the defense um defense uh a little bit of a surprise but i think once you watch him play it's not that big of a surprise so we have jacob truba and eric carlson as our first line deep air not so much that eric carlson's on there uh, maybe so much that Jacob Truba made it, but uh, I, I've been, been a big fan of watching him this year with Winnipeg, and I just think he's grown quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, second line is going to be Victor Hedman and Dustin Bufflin, and third line will be Roman Yossi and uh, John Carlson. Uh, with our extras being... <laughs> <laughs> I can't even say it without laughing. <laughs> Jeff Petrie and uh, Matthias Ekholm. Just because uh, if we want any overtime yeah. highlight reel goals, Jeff Petrie's our guy. I mean, to be fair, I think Jeff Petrie's having a better season than Victor Hedman, but if you just go on, like, historical... Well, Hedman was also injured for, like... I know, but, so. like, just... Uh, yeah, I guess. Even just his sample size of numbers. Yeah. And, like, every game, mm-hmm. like, this would be, like, the biggest stage. Like, this yeah. would be, like... I mean, I'm not... It's, ex- like, almost, not quite Olympic caliber, mm-hmm. but almost. Like, that said, I do think that the league should have sent Jeff Petrie to the All-Star game this year, though. Like, they should have had a hunch that Price wasn't going to go and just sent Petrie instead. Yeah. Because he's obviously, like, carried that team. I didn't even Weber's look. Is Price not going to the All-Star game? No, he's, no, he's not. He's, he's already still he... fighting his, like, chronic fatigue or whatever. Yeah. So and um, they're not playing him back-to-back right now. I think the thing that was hardest enough to say about Jeff Petrie was the fact that uh, Kelsey thought he was Canadian. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> I thought he was going to put him on Team Canada. Yeah. He seems like a good yeah. old Canadian boy. I did yeah. think he was Canadian, yeah. but, you know. I mean, to be fair, you also thought the, thought the same thing with Connor Hallibuck, too. So. And I, I thought Connor Hallibuck was Canadian, yeah. but oh well. It, yeah. that, man, that just made... Oh, Close man. enough. Just reading Jeff Petrie's name for a team Man, role. he's like... If, if you small sample size, you, <laughs> small you know, sample and size. obviously we may be trolling with games. that pick. No, <laughs> but <laughs> no. I'm not trolling. 
Hey, might be, I, I might I be love biased. Too, but I'll give you Matt Benning back for him. Yeah, no. <laughs> I want no. Jeff Petrie on Edmonton Send again. over like dry sidle or something. Yeah. Uh, that's a hard no. You can have Lucic, <laughs> yeah. though. I'll give you Lucic. Yeah, I don't want that contract. Yeah. <laughs> Goal, and then... Uh, goaltenders here. Goaltending. Uh, we went uh, Andre Vasilevsky, Sergei Bobrovsky, and Pekka Rene. Um, it was a tight Matt. call between... Bob and Rene, I think, on that one for us. Yeah, like, uh, I I do think, like, probably Bob would take a backup role instead of a third-string role, so. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> well, we were arguing, too, about who would, like, our fight, like, is with Bob Bobrovsky. Bobrovsky! <laughs> and Vasilevsky, well, the one-two punch. But, like, Vasilevsky's, like, six foot seven and, like, ta- will just tower over <laughs> everybody because we didn't put Zidane Chara out there, so. Yeah, yeah, so, there's a reason. Um, yeah. Uh, one thing I want to say though is uh, there's a bunch of different guys uh, just throughout the world on this team, like uh, Yossi Swiss, uh, Swiss um, Dreisaitl, German. Uh, you look at just uh, Kopitar, Slovenian. Um, just a good like mixture of guys. Like a lot of countries that are developing, mm-hmm. just random guys. Like there's a lot of talent. Like you could put uh, Frederick Anderson on this team where he's from Denmark. So. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I just generally am pretty surprised about how some of these guys are uh, doing with not so much hockey background. So mm-hmm. it's pretty impressive. Uh, all in all, what's your takes on Team World then? I mean, pretty ridiculously powerful. <laughs> so I don't know. I mean, it's, a, I don't know. You'll have to spend a bit more, more money on some card packs here in NHL so we can sim this game. Yeah, I, I feel like it's one that we want to sim. <laughs> this is definitely one I'd love to sim. Yeah. So yeah. if you listeners know. Actually, yeah, I, I know a guy who plays a lot of NHL. He must have all these. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I'm sure our buddy Mikey's probably got yeah. everything. Oh, yeah, right we should go. I'll hit him yeah. up here. We'll, get, yeah. we'll put this together and report back and see, see what the result is. We'll do a best of seven seven series but i mean can you imagine that i mean like the world cup of hockey was pretty fun too and yeah, didn't it come anywhere near us otherwise might have gone to see a game but can you imagine if they yeah ran this like a best of seven around the world you had like a game well even if it was just like one game in canada and then you know one in the u.s and one in russia one in sweden, sweden yeah finland yeah or something. you know yeah, yeah. One the games I'm, would have to be like split up though too because yeah. like if you look at like all sides of it like the travel time too with the fatigue. Oh yeah, yeah. You do yeah. it like a you do it like an FA Cup style thing in the soccer zone, you know, where it like happens <laughs> yeah. like over the Christmas if they break. They just introduce that, you know, yeah. and like the yeah. the champions. But like well, hockey, I wonder, yeah, that'd be cool. I guess it's probably because there's so many games in a hockey season that they don't do things like soccer. Hey, where they have like tournaments during season. Yeah, stuff, you know? there's also just I don't know. Like other than the KHL, there's really no other league that I don't think. That's true. Yeah, and who's gonna watch it? Yeah, yeah. That's a good point. Yeah, it would just be. Canada or like whoever is playing dominating anywhere they go. So yeah, that's it, fair. it'd be kind of disappointing, but yeah, I, I do think this team is pretty fun. Um, I, I, I honestly feel like team world will win this. I, I was going to say team world is definitely going in now looking yeah. at this. They're the favorites. Yeah. yeah for sure. I would say like three to one. Yeah. I, I, I kind of wonder if what we, if we went North America versus the rest, but you mm-hmm. look at, I just, I don't know if the, like, you would lose, like, Matthews, Bufflin. Like, a lot of, like, your kind of grinder kind of guys. Petrie. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, we forgot Petrie. That's My right. Bad. You would lose those yeah. guys, yeah. Uh, Blake Wheeler, which, I, you know, we have him on and a Hella first Buck line for too. a reason. So, um, <laughs> I think a lot of guys. Yeah, Hellebuck, too. Um, but, yeah, just uh, a lot of uh, hard workers really wouldn't be there. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it'd, it'd be a, I think it'd be a fun little game and a fun little series. And mm-hmm. hopefully the NHL is listening to us and... 
throw it yeah. out there. Gary Bettman, make this happen. Yeah, I get back some fans that way for sure. Oh, people would still yell at him. I still yeah. laugh when when they they went to Philly for the All Star game, or whatever, <laughs> and like he just got booed. Yeah, by everybody. And he's like, "Isn't this what you want?" Or whatever, yeah. and he's like, "Monotone voice. Is this what you want?" Yeah, so yeah. funny. <laughs> That's actually a pretty good impression. Or like, <laughs> we are we are very excited to mm. be announcing an expansion team in seattle yeah like that that was literally like mm-hmm. his, his press conference there and they made fun of it on the radio but. you see you guys see they gave paul byron three games for that hit the other day no yeah i mean it, it was an illegal hit to the head for sure it was obviously un, unintentional you could see but it, you, you connected the guy's head but man i thought i mean obviously bias is a habs fan but i thought like that was like maybe one game worthy i think it must be because the what do you call it the department of player safety takes injury into consideration they, uh, well they probably look they at intent really to hit too and like whether they left with the left with the left the feet it was i mean it's like a shoulder to the guy's head and he, he kind of left his feet but it's kind of hard not to when you're like five foot eight and trying to hit someone that's bigger than you but i don't know yeah i, I just kind of figured like for a guy that has obviously no history and like you know it'd be a game maybe two but three seems pretty steep but i don't know he put put a thing on twitter today he's like you know he took it and well, did he have any like history? No, I don't think suspension? he's ever been suspended or no. fined or anything. So okay, but yeah, I don't know. So that's a pretty big loss for Montreal. Yeah. He's like a big power or a penalty kill guy. So another one from last week, I guess we could bring up is the Bobrovsky incident. Yeah, now that we have more information on it. Yeah, that was kind of weird at first. I, was, I just like figured it was like some tension between Tortorella and him, but no, I guess I mean I guess kind of it was because he got pulled, but yeah, and know. like he wanted to go have a shower, didn't he? Well, he hit, well, he hit yeah, the showers. Yeah, so yeah, he just went to have a shower and he didn't come back onto the bench. Yeah, so. <laughs> hence why we're worried about poor old Corpusello was just stuck in yeah. there. But yeah, ah, it's classic. I mean that team's Lebrowski's. falling apart, really. So I don't, I don't know. I mean, like, they're, I, I they're still playing they, okay, but yeah, I just kind of wonder if like maybe this is like a year that they have a. A run in them. I mean, something's yeah, got to be. They got it. It's like they're running out. Like their window's closing. Yeah. Too, so well, gotta, it's literally by the end of the year the yeah, window's yeah. closed. Because well, so. you know they're going to lose some good players, and I don't know. It just seems like I get that. It, you know, maybe when it's it's easy for us to look in from the outside and like say, how the hell can you not love life playing NHL hockey anywhere? You know, and just. But obviously, for those guys, like they're working hard every day, training, and yeah. it's like it's very yeah. much a job. But you still hear about like guys having a ton of fun. So something must really be pretty rough in that locker room to not really want to come to the rink you know anymore yeah. and be I one, mean, one out i think there's one time because i owned him for fantasy for a while and like i think that he was in one game and they kept him in for like seven or eight goals yeah and as a goal it's probably not the funnest time to have that happen yeah. to you so yeah that reminds me of the patrick wad days his last game in montreal mm-hmm. yeah but then you hear some goalies that get pulled and you're like what the hell like i yeah, don't want to no. ride it out so i don't know it seems like a touchy subject but yeah that reminds me of the World Junior game, the gold medal game a couple of years ago when Canada won against Russia. Russia pulled their goalie, mm-hmm. and then they put him back in after the other goalie wasn't doing very good. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, it's kind of like classic Russia. Their goalies are just <laughs> Just so classic bad. Russia in general. <laughs> yeah. Even though my top line was all Russian. Crumbles. They have a lot of good forwards. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. do. <laughs> they have a lot of good... Man, that defense, horrendous. I was looking at their defense. I don't even know if I know anyone on that defensive core. Like... Maybe like Team Russia? Yeah. Oh, okay. Voyanov? Like, yeah. yeah, that guy's going to put his girlfriend's <laughs> head through a TV probably. Like, that, <laughs> yeah. That's all yeah. he's going to do. Like, man, it, mm-hmm. it's a little rough, that looking defense there, but... They got good goaltending and they got good forwards. Yeah. They, they can produce, like, 
Two thirds so far. They're kind of yeah. like the Edmonton Oilers, but the Edmonton Oilers can only produce a third. The four. <laughs> yeah, they got a lot of good scoring well, from they, McDavid. They score. <laughs> yeah, man. How about the, I didn't realize how bad the Leafs have been lately here. Yeah, they showed a stat like for the first uh, eight or seven weeks of the season, and then the record in like the last eight weeks. And yeah. it's are like, they slipping a bit? Like, like massively. Yeah, not as massive as no, the Ducks though. No, but they've won like. But it's like right now they're like, like at like a thirty or ahead of. Montreal, yeah, it's but they're like a thirty or forty percent win rate in the last eight, eight weeks or something. Yeah, and so. their power play's gone way down. Honestly, yeah. I, no, I just it's still it. f- entire division is just like other like Tampa Bay has won the President's Trophy already. Tampa, yeah. yeah, nobody's catching them. It's still uh, but, pretty cool that it's a uh, pretty good chance that Montreal and Toronto, the way things are going, still face off in the first round. Just, who knows? I mean, because uh, with Boston, well, can, Boston's got to be you guys got like your team's got to like shuffle Boston well, like down. Well, yeah, but like card, I'll but. pull it up right now. It's like ridiculous how close that whole race is right now. Because I think it's like Boston, Toronto, and then Montreal. Maybe changing as we speak Montreal here, but like and then the top Buffalo out right now, right? Yeah, no, so like Buffalo's so Tampa out, Bay, it's the Islanders. Yeah, right now. you got Tampa Bay at seventy four points, yeah. but then yeah. in second right now, like this is in the wild card race. You've got second, you've got uh, the Leafs with fifty eight. And then the second wild card spot's fifty six. Yeah. So like, there's two points between eight teams, or, or is that right? Are the Leafs in a wild card right now? No, no, no. no. Like, okay. the Leafs are in second in the Eastern or in the Atlantic. Sorry. So, but it's like fifty eight, fifty seven, Boston, and then and then you've got Montreal, Pittsburgh as the two wild card spots, and then and you got Tavares's former team, and even like, yeah, even Buffalo, right? Like they've got a game in hand on Montreal, and that would put if they won that in Montreal, or like if they won that game, that put them a point back of a wild card spot. So. Yeah. Uh, actually, you'd be tied with Pittsburgh. look out for those Sabers, even though they got hammered by my Oilers. Yeah. And then they just it, beat Calgary in overtime. Yeah, then it drops off. Like probably Carolina and yeah, Rangers and New Jersey are not going to make it. Yeah, no one else is really in there. Yeah. But it's, it's hard to believe that right as bad as yeah. So the Ducks have lost twelve in a row now. I guess the record, the NHL record, like for the worst ever losing streak ever, is is uh, seven no sixteen I think so. And that's got to be the Washington Capitals. I don't. I can't remember that. what it was. Prob- is that right? Well. They yeah. had the worst like season, like they yeah. had eight wins okay. one year and like twelve overtime losses, and like the rest were lot losses. Yeah. So and and somebody, I was yeah, somebody classic was showing, Saskatoon Blades from like six years ago. The schedule yeah. for the Ducks too is like their next six games are very possible that they could lose most of those too. I forget who they play, but they're all good teams. So yeah, I, I'm starting to see them like shipping guys out. Like I think they shipped Auberg out, mm-hmm. and then they shipped Cogliano out this week. So yeah. Obviously, they're trying to do something yeah. here, but I mean, it's, they're not in that bad of shape. You'd be pretty surprised. They're not in that bad of shape, though. It's no, because like, that division's so terrible. Like, even yeah. though they've got like two games ahead of like the rest of the teams, they're still at 47 points. There's still three points, two points technically out of a wild card spot. Mm-hmm. There's still a tie, like a four way tie for that last wild card spot in the Pacific or in the yeah. Western Conference right now. Yeah. Which is, which is crazy how like the tides have. Like turned in the last recent years. Yeah, the Pacific like, is just like like just Calgary, San about, Jose, Vegas, yeah. and the rest is just a rolling dumpster fire. Yeah. <laughs> but hey, but those rolling dumpster fires are gonna make the playoffs. Are they? <laughs> yeah, I, I still got uh, I still got a bet going with uh, with a buddy that will make it. So well, they gotta make up. Actually, not that many points. Yeah, no, no, no they're only yeah they're still only tied with uh, Minnesota. Minnesota plays Anaheim tonight, so that's interesting. There so I, Anaheim needs to win this game. Mm-hmm. For the Oilers to uh, have a better chance at getting that foot in, because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I feel like you're still a little bit. You got some time here, but oh, we got a lot of games uh, left. Uh, the Oilers are playing really good right now. They just got to keep going. 
Man, they were like terrible last week, dude. Like, how are they playing? <laughs> they've, won, going- they've won four of their last five. It's because yeah, he, he went to the game. Now he yeah, just I thinks know. they're the best team in the world. Yeah, but he saw them put up yeah, I love so. Connor McDavid playing. Okay. It's pretty good. Okay, so, but uh, if you look at the luck that they've been having, like the bad luck, like against Arizona. Yeah, that they can save a puck. Yeah. Well, but the bouncing, okay, and the then bouncing. against and then against Florida, which they did win, like eventually, thanks to Connor McDavid with eight seconds left, tie that game up, <laughs> and then go into overtime and then win. Or shootout against James Reimer. He probably had flashbacks of uh, giving up a win back when he played for Toronto there in uh, 2011. But okay. Yeah. I mean, when they were up the lead, the lead the whole time. I mean, yeah. There's been a lot of good luck and bad, or bad luck but and just good the luck, bouncing. You, know? you watch yeah. those games because I I try to watch every every Oilers game out there. Yeah. But like, pucks are bouncing and freaking Chris Russell. Why he's probably one of the worst defensemen scored on us like I think twice back to back. And they've just gone off sticks. There's just been some unlock eagles, and unfortunately, Cam Talbot's uh, time with Edmonton is probably riding on that because they're talking now. Charlie's talking about giving up Cam, and I kid you not, this is like a rumor, like that could be true. But on Monday, I was hearing some like hardcore Oilers fans. They were talking about, and it was on Sportsnet. Like Shirelli's, they're looking for a top, like they're looking for a forward. But it's like, why? We need a defenseman. We don't need a forward. We got forwards. But they're thinking Do of giving up Talbot. For, they're forward. thinking of giving up Puliyarvi, and the first round pick is on the table. We don't have a lot of secondary scoring. On uh, that to team. be fair, like I've heard, like <clears throat> there's like contrary reports about Puliyarvi. Like I've heard, like that he is available. I've heard that he isn't available. But nobody. But wants I think him. they've they've made their first round pick only available. I like Puliyarvi, but nobody wants him. Man, I I if I was a team like I don't know like a Carolina or something like a team like kind of on the cusp and you need forwards, man, I would fly around. Well, he's got him. the second. Look, I got their stats up here. He's got the second lowest plus minus on the team right now. But uh, I don't know. Plus minus is a flawed stat. Yeah, it's that's true. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, they, I mean, I think well, they're, definitely they're, because like with soccer, we go at plus minus like. Yeah. I've gone like tournaments without <laughs> having a goal score yeah. on us yeah. when I'm out there, but yeah. I don't play very often because I'm a fourth line duster. They only got four guys that got double digits and goals right now, which is probably part of it. And, you know, the fact that McDavid is, I mean, Drysidle, it's McDavid and Drysidle show, really. Yeah. You know, like they got. But Nugent Hopkins is there. Like he could be scoring. He's got 42 points. I'd like to see him get to at least. I'd like to see him get 60 this year. Mm-hmm. I think he's got it in him. You think he has? I mean, Milan Lucic might not score again before he hits the golf course. So, you know. Yeah, well, hey, the Montreal's going to be. But he'd be looking are, sharp, so. though, eh? Yeah. 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 You know what, though? 36 games left. Yeah. Edmonton needs to win at least 20 to 22 of them to have a realistic chance at sneaking <laughs> yeah. in a final wildcard spot. So I'm very optimistic. All right, well, maybe that's a good place. It's been all hockey today, I think, eh? But that's yeah. that's not yeah. bad. It's, we said we'd have a hockey episode again, and we did, so. Well, we are uh, avid hockey lovers. Mm-hmm. We all cheer for Canadian teams, yeah. and we all cheer for pretty... Have had, all our teams have had success. None of us compared to the Montreal Canadiens, mm-hmm. though. But. Yeah, some of us were... I was just barely alive. You were well alive, and Brent was not even a thought yet, so. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, I will uh, take us out here. So thanks again, everyone, of course, for listening. If you like what you're hearing, you know what to do. Bop that sub button. Odd numbers only. And you can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And uh, I will take us out with the joke of the week here. So why did the coffee file a police report? Got mugged. Jeez. <laughs> Boom.